0: All right, welcome back to Movie Matrix, and as always, I'm Jordan, we've got Matt today. Hello. And my dad. What's going on? And we're kind of going back to the best of lists. and today we're doing a director, Steven Spielberg. Are you guys ready?
1: Man, I'm so ready. Oh,
0: yeah. All right, let's get going. So, um like I said, today we're going to do kind of like we did the Leo thing, where we're going to do our top ten um, and then we will have the average of our top ten be the top ten. Um, the definitive. The definitive. Steven Spielberg, top ten, which you should watch definitely in order. Um, <laughs> the main thing about this is going into from last one to this one for sure, um, I felt like we're, we're all kind of the same page. There's not really a wrong list when it comes to Steven Spielberg here, mm-hmm. um, which is what it kind of made me feel a little more happy with my pick because I, I imagine mine a lot different. Um, except for the top three. I imagine the top threes and fours are going to be about the same. That's what I think. I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see. It's hard to tell because we but, don't know
1: each other's lists. We don't know no, each other's we, No, we
0: don't. That's kind of what we keep the anonymity on purpose, so it's kind of live. It's mm-hmm. kind of live for you guys. I edited it, but still. Um, <laughs> we you, so you get our live reactions, but we don't know anybody's list at all yeah. um, to an extent. But um, I have ideas because I know them both. So, um, you have ideas. You don't know me. <laughs> so, we'll like I said, we'll start at number 10, and I'll start – as we go, I will put all the data in and we'll figure it out.
2: Killer, it wasn't any coral reef, and it wasn't Jack the Ripper.
0: It was a shark. This Ryan better be
2: worth it. He'd better go home, cure some disease, or invent a longer lasting light bulb or something.
1: If this is just nerve gas, how come I know everything in such detail? <laughs>
0: So uh, I'll start at 10 because I know mine already, um, <laughs> obviously. So um, number 10, Steven Spielberg movie for me is Minority Report. Um, so Minority Report Tom Cruise. Um, it's a very solid film. I'm not going to talk a lot about it because I don't have the point of this. But um, I think it's underrated for him. It's very solid. It's an underrated Tom Cruise movie too, I think. Um, and it's just a really good thriller, spy type, futuristic who done it? Did you actually do it? Type thing. And I think it's directed fa- fairly well, obviously, with Steven Spielberg, and that's why it's at 10 for me. Um, it's nothing spectacular, but I think it definitely deserves to be on his top 10. It's just an overall really good movie. So it's my, that's my it number 10. It is a good 10. movie. Absolutely.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah I, I agree. It is a good movie. I'm going to follow you with my number 10, which is Minority Report. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> weird how that works. I will say, the 10th one, his number 10, he has a lot of he has probably 10 great films. He has a lot of pretty good films, but he has 10 probably great films. And for me, it was hard to pick number 10. I toyed with putting Lincoln in at number 10. I toyed All, Lincoln too. I almost toyed with Temple of Doom just because of how bonkers it is. <laughs> um, I was actually watching that last night on cable. Anyway, it's
0: the worst one of the worst one. Second worst one. <laughs> I can't say worse. now. they came out. With That's crystal uh, true. Kingdom of the crystal, crystal skull. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But screw shy <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it was his fault. I always say, so
1: <laughs> he was obviously the problem there. Uh, but, yeah, my number 10 is Minority Report as well. Like you said, this is a very sleek, stylish, intense sci-fi thriller. I really enjoy it. It has an incredible plot. The concept of this movie is ingenious. Tom Cruise delivers. Steven Spielberg really delivers. Um, I think Steven Spielberg does sci-fi unlike anybody else. Um, it's just a very fun, engaging thrill ride, basically, is what it is. And I really... It's just an enjoyable, enjoyable movie. That's why Minority Report's
2: number ten. And it's a top tier blockbuster type movie. It is, even though it did not make my list.
0: Yeah, it. Oh, we'll go, well, yet <laughs> <Okay>. it is. <laughs> it is underrated to me. I think. A lot it is. People, yeah. I don't
1: think a lot of people. It is. A it's a, r- it's talk a really good movie. movie. Did you guys watch that garbage Minority Report TV show? That no, I knew it was garbage. Ago? I didn't watch Never it. I watched two it. episodes and then regretted those two hours yeah. that I watched. Never saw it, it. but I'll. I watch.
2: I own the movie. I'd watch any day of the week. It's good. Uh, what do you got for number 10? My David. number 10 is Lincoln. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't really be mad at you because <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. said I was with you. Yeah.
0: Daniel Day-Lewis puts in part of the, yep. I mean, himself. I legitimately thought
1: Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis, Day-Lewis is Lewis was fantastic. Abraham Lincoln right for half the
2: movie. He is, he's a fantastic actor, of course. And, of course, you know, you got Steven, Steven Spielberg involved. Uh, great story. Great movie making. Great acting. What else can I say? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a very to the point movie. It's nothing like crazy. I mean, it's what exactly was supposed to be. It's a movie about Lincoln. I mean, it's very. I mean, it's, it's a very good movie. So I agree. Uh, did not make my list. <laughs> so, I think some people, I've read some reviews. Some people think
1: some people think Lincoln is in his top five. Some people think Le- Lincoln is like watching C-SPAN. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that. I don't bad. think it's that. I, think it's, I don't think
0: it's top five, obviously to make one of those. I think it's
1: pretty engaging, but it just didn't quite get in there for me. But for It's did, a little boring it, for I me. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna
2: say, you know, Minority Report was one of my you know, honorable mentions for sure. Oh so yeah. I yeah. love that movie. Lincoln's right? gonna
0: be one of mine, so spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Okay, so my number nine. This is the second list it made for me. Um, catch Me If You Can. is <laughs> that right. number nine. Yeah, I know what that is. Uh, it's just still is. We've talked about this. I'm going to talk about some more. This is one Let's of my favorite Leo movies. It didn't make it as high as it should, have, in my opinion. The Leo bracket, it's fine. No, it was um, good. <laughs> it's a great movie. Him and Tom Hanks are great. Leo's great in it. Um, the dir- you can tell it's directed by a great director with the way that they had things going on. It helps that you have the creative mind of Leo doing all these different things. But uh, we're talking about movies here, not performances, even though we could have. We already did. But... Um, Oh as overall movie, I think it this is when you start getting into his his really, really good movies. Like my nine reports are pretty good. After you get past nine here, every single movie past this I think is really, really good. Yeah. Except for my number eight. I don't like as much as other people will get to that. But um, number nine is Catching If You Can starts out with his in my opinion, like just awesome movies, and that's why it's Catching If You Can. Okay. <laughs> I love that movie. I, I'm not
1: gonna disagree with you. My number nine is E. T., actually. Um I know this is some people. This is this is their film. A lot of people love ET, and I do. I do love ET. It is a it's a magical, timeless piece of American cinema. It really is. It's a great film. Great for ki- Great for everyone, no matter how old you are. I feel like, uh, for me though, it's never. And maybe this is just a personal thing. ET has never affected me. It's never really really latched on to me like it has some people. That's why for me it's just at number nine, but it is a magical, timeless film that I think everyone should see.
2: Yeah, and I have, yeah, I have a nostalgia thing about it because I saw it in the theaters, I you know, did not, and I did not that type of thing. Old, and and <laughs> bite me. And I, you know, I love that movie. And yeah. the thing is, though, there's so many other movies he's made that's so much better. Mm-hmm. And so that's why ET's number nine for me also.
1: Oh man. Mm. This is wild. And like I, I thought said, would have ET at like two. And I
2: like this movie. I, like, I try to take the emotional side out of these movies, these picks, and mm-hmm. try to just say, you know, what, is if, the best what I think is the movie? best movie itself. And I love this movie. This movie made a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was and, just looking at it. Actually, you know, a lot of people love it. And I mean, I think what all his movies total have made over $10 billion. So you got to figure some of these movies, you know, may bank. Sounds and right. this was one of them. It was huge.
0: Yeah, gosh. It did like the. Blumhouse effect. It only cost ten and a half million to make, and it made seven hundred ninety-three million. Yeah, holy cow, that's good for eighty-two. <laughs> 82. Especially in the early '80s, that's yeah. That's this huge. thing blew up. That's yeah. insane. So
2: yeah, that's my number nine pick.
0: All right, so let's good try this. Pick. Let's try this. train. Number eight for me is ET. Um, so e- <laughs> e- ET for me didn't hit as hard either. I I grew up. My mom loved this movie, by the way. Um, you know, Reese's <laughs> Pieces, everything. I one of my favorite parts Reese's of the movie. Reese's Pieces <laughs> and, everything, and everything. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite part of this movie is probably just the homage to. Star Wars when he sees Yoda. Like, it was a whole thing with E.T. and knowing Star Wars universe. I think that's kind of a cool thing. That's a cool um, nod. It's a cool yeah. nod. And I think this movie, but and I think maybe if I had grown up with it, I would have, it's been higher. Yeah. But I've, like I'd watched it plenty. I bought my mom like the collector's ultimate E.T. edition, yeah, you know, for so her, like, not me. Well, so it tells you it. something. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I think it's timeless. It's very iconic. This might be crazy that we, all of us put it so low to people. I don't mm-hmm. know. But he's got so many iconic movies that and he's a,
2: he's a huge. genius. This is pop culture. This is, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, eighties. This is this is epitome of the eighties.
0: And this is like I said, this is eight and nine for I mean, technically us, and like that's how that's how good these movies are coming up are yep. for et not to make it so high. I think that's so. Very true.
1: Uh, okay, for my number eight on the top ten best Steven Spielberg flicks is Catch Me If You Can. Um, we just flip flopped. <laughs> I I know that's crazy how that works, right? <laughs> Uh yeah, Number 8 is Catch Me If You Can. Um Leo charms the pants off of you in represent. that film. <laughs> uh Tom Hanks is great in the film. It's a great comedy, it's a great drama. It is a fun, engaging film from start to finish. I love Catch Me If You Can, but it's not Let's be real, it's not as groundbreaking as some of his other films. That's why it's at number eight for me. So That's yeah. why
0: I, that's why I say like it starts here for me and then just goes higher. Like yeah. Catching Your Can starts at his best. One of one of his better films, it's starting to become like close to perfect and then you start going to then like, his those movies perfect just close more. Yeah. See and I Yeah.
2: I just uh like I say he's got so many good movies that that movie doesn't even make my list. Oh, it didn't? It's another honorable mention for me. Okay. Boo. Okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's, just, <laughs> that's just how it's got to be. It's okay. What do you Boo. got to pay, then? For me, my number eight is Jurassic Park.
1: Really? Really? Yes. Okay. All right, it's okay. fine. No I, no, I got you. Okay. Yes. I see you. Explain yourself. <laughs> yes, explain myself. Explain, yourself. explain it to me, Lucy.
2: <laughs> Before that movie came out, we had never seen a movie like that. It is, 100%. It is iconic in that way. The technology they used, the story behind it—I thought it was fantastic. Great acting, great story, great directing, of course. Number eight.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with the seating, but it's fine. Um, it's, that's the point of this. Well, you think it's higher or, higher or lower? you'll see um so obviously higher <laughs> I mean well, it's got, on like, my list got, like, 32 movies oh <laughs> yeah. Jurassic Park's 32 yeah. um this so this you're that one might be controversial this one's definitely gonna be I don't like these movies much you two do I think they're good okay um at number seven I have Indiana Jones and Last Crusade um okay and so I, no that's fair um I like I love like I do love, love these movies I've watched this one pretty recently um it's like I said, the second best Indiana Jones movie. I think it's close to being as good as Raiders. It just depends on your your logic on it to me. Because they're both so much fun. Uh, they both are just great. Sean Connery is great in this movie. Um, uh, overall, like I said, that's why it hit seven for me. It would be higher if it's not a Steven Spielberg movie. This was just like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of list this would be on. But it would be higher if it wasn't a Steven Spielberg movie. But seven for me, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade.
1: Okay. My had to glance at my list here my number seven is close encounters of the third kind um this is a fantastic sci-fi film uh i don't think now it is it is a classic It is a classic piece of american cinema but it seems like people don't talk about it as much as they should Uh, not anymore it's a great it's a great story richard dreyfuss is fantastic in it Um, It's well acted, it's well shot, it has gorgeous cinematography, it has um, a lot of great themes throughout it, it's a fantastic film, Um, I don't really, I don't think there's a, I don't really think there's any glaring issues with the movie at all, but I just, there's just six other movies that I like better, that's why I have Close Encounters number seven.
2: Yeah, and I love Close Encounters, we just watched it the other night again. Oh really? Yeah, because I hadn't seen it in a while and I just love that movie, so yeah, great movie.
1: And that's why it's your number seven.
2: <laughs> what is it? Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's seven. Seven. Wow. Wow. Yep. You're just
0: like, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying you're surprising me. You no. are very much surprising
2: me. Like I said, I'm going for the best movies, not the how I feel about I understand. them. Okay. And I love this movie. I love it. all the Indiana Jones except for the last one. You uh, have a number one the BFG, yeah, <laughs> it's it's Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> that's number two. Um, I actually like that movie. It's not on the I list. Do too, it's not on the list. list. So let's but be real. It's sidebar. Sidebar. But I I love Raiders, the Raiders okay. movie. I mean that's just it. All the first three, fantastic. Doesn't matter which one. I have a good time with watching all of them. But that one's got to be my seven. Okay. Okay.
0: What's, that, um. what's your number seven, Jordan? Well, I've already done my number seven, oh, I started right. you already these. Did so your number seven. Uh, my number seven's actually The Last Crusade, uh, but my number 6 you're number six. Let's get into number is six is Indiana Jones and Raiders Lost Ark. Okay. Um, so I put these back to back because, like I said, I think they're back to back. to me. But I think that I know what you're thinking. Um, I think of that
1: stupid Drake song.
0: <laughs> I I think they're so close to being like on par with each other. That's why I put them back to back. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. I think Raiders is a little bit better. Uh, than Last Crusade, in my opinion, so that's why I've got Raiders right there. Um, this movie just shows you the first Indiana Jones. I think um, Harrison Ford's great. He's born for this role, even though he's seventy five to do another one. Um, and so <laughs> it just shows that he's born to die to this role. Actually, he's older than <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was a rough estimate. Maybe it was maybe it was a nice estimate towards him. Yeah. Um. But anyways. Hey Siri, um, how old is Harrison Ford? And so. Like uh, and so like I said, see what's what Siri what can say it?
1: She's seventy eight he's seventy eight. She sorry, I was She's talking 78. about Siri. seventy eight. So
0: either way, and it's not coming out until next year, or so maybe even twenty twenty two now because of COVID. So it's even getting pushed farther he's eighty. Everything's getting pushed. Um but anyways back kinda bunny trail of that but um I just think Ray's Lost Ark is I can't believe it didn't make top five for me. It's kinda weird, but I, it's like right at six, so that's,
1: I completely understand. That's me. Uh that's that's not a terrible choice. Because my number six is Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) Uh, Let's be real; there are some there are some folks out there who think, who say this is Steven Spielberg's best film, and I really and truly can't argue with that. Because Raiders, uh, it's such a perfect adventure thrill ride of a movie. It's it's so classic. the uh, the music, the theme, the theme. It's so much so much about this movie works. It's such a fantastic. Um, play on like the 1930s serials and stuff and they and St- Spielberg just nails this film um, like you said Harrison Ford is born for the role of Indiana Jones and Han Solo but I there's just five other movies that I think are slightly better Air I, <laughs> <laughs> and Air Force One obviously Air Force One get off my plane uh, that's why I have Raiders at number six
2: my number six is Close Encounters of the Third Kind
1: Okay, 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 not okay, bad
2: okay. no I love this movie uh, <clears throat> for the technology they had in the 70s like that what they produced and, and came up with as far as like the, <clears throat> the spaceships and the I mean and then the story is fantastic he's, like you mentioned Richard Dreyfuss is just he takes the show on this one it's a fantastic movie Yes. well written well directed of course just fantastic well, I mean, fantastic all story all well directed I think that's the point <laughs> right you think <laughs> fantastic story um
0: okay so we're at number 5 now and my number 5 is close encounters of the third kind. Um when I happens? actually watched this for the very first time my whole entire life last week. About time. Um <laughs> just okay. one of those movies I never got around to my wife doesn't like aliens or old movies. So it didn't really work out for. Her. Um but this so, one
2: holds up as far as even as main I, I think it I
0: think it does. I was telling dad about we've all talked about this quite a bit so I'm kind of going to tell you my little Think about it. I was telling Dad. I texted about. I was like, the only downside of this movie, watching it. Well, I can't. When I don't even know when it came out. 77. but Seventy seven. So like, this is. I'm just gonna say thirty. Thirty three years later, whatever. Is <laughs> that I've seen this movie before, but this is the first one that's done it. Mm-hmm. So going back to seeing the roots is really cool. It actually made it more of an experience to see the roots of kind of because oh my gosh, this movie's been done again like and again and so again. Many sci-fi like, films Dark Sky. It's from Supposedly Dark Sky was supposed to be like the. I was reading a bunch of articles after. The Dark Sky was supposed to be like the. Um, sequel to this, that movie blows. Have so you seen Dark it yes, it blows. Oh, and I didn't mind it. I don't think. Well, I mean, now that you think about it, being a sequel to if this, I didn't know I didn't it's think not. Of it as being a I don't. I think sequel. once Steven Spielberg saw, he's like, never mind. But because it's not known as that, but I was read an article that said oh, they okay. wanted it. Um, I watched a theatrical cut. there's is three cuts, if you, and um, I read the theatrical cut probably the best one to watch. Um, but no, I thought it was great. Um, the they do good things. Was it's an with a movie that doesn't have the technology to do these type of things, Richard Dreyfuss is great in this. He's just crazy throughout most of the movie, and I think he works well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've heard a couple. I've read a couple of things saying that why would you know? I'm not. It's at 33. I'm not, I'm kind of spoiled. He leaves at the end. to, You know why would he leave his family? I'm like, why would he go this far not to? His uh, family left him. And so, his and family like, left him. Why and, not go? I thought it was an awesome like because I would have been. Pretty upset if they first of all they didn't show me any aliens because I mean it, it's 99 percent no aliens like actual yeah. I thought That's they were literally I like I, me too but I thought it's they were the literally gonna be like yeah. oh we're not even gonna show them because I didn't know 77 they could do it well and they did and then I liked how he actually left because I was like please tell me he does not just stay yeah <laughs> this was, was the point so no a kids number it's top five for me it made a big impact I know maybe a see bias I don't think so after him where you guys have it it's pretty close yeah. Yeah. and so. And the world loves this movie. I mean, I've heard a lot. Of, I've read articles saying this is his best movie. So I,
2: I can't agree. I can't disagree. My with that, top five, yeah. I could all be swapped out That's for his I'm best saying, movie. These almost top five. It's I tough. Agree.
0: So yeah, my top five: Close Encounters of the Third Kind. If you haven't seen it, it's it, like it started your alien abduction type movie or alien type stuff. So yep, yeah, I agree.
1: It. These top five are are definitely <sighs> the hardest, especially the top three or so. They could all be switched out. I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not even very confident with my top five, honestly. If, it, it felt like, I don't know, if somebody had a gun to my head and I had to rank them, this is where I put them. Uh, that being said, my number five is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Um, I know that is probably high for some folks out there. Um, I find this movie so enjoyable. Um, I feel like it is Raiders of the Lost Ark technically a better film, probably. I feel like this movie is more emotional. This movie is more engaging. You have Sean Connery as Indiana Jones' father. He's outstanding. Their relationship is great. I think the search for the Holy Grail is very entertaining, very thrilling. Um, The tests Indiana Jones has to go through in this film is very engaging, and I can never get tired of watching it. It's a very rewatchable, entertaining, sentimental, engaging film. That's why I have it at number five.
0: And it has that part where like, the plane is in pieces, and then the next fi- the next scene it's not. It has that little mess up. Have you, have you ever noticed that? What are you talking about? Like when they're up when they're up we'll watch the next time we're up in the sky. Like oh, he, is it like
1: when he shoots off the tail of the plane? <laughs> yeah, they look back it just at the, Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: That's not a bad thing. I just think that's funny. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's true. got that. And it, it's a good. I thought movie. you were going to
1: mention Sean Connery chasing off seagulls with an umbrella.
0: No, that does happen though. <laughs> uh, no, but like I said, I, I've already talked about the movie, but I, I like the movie quite a bit. So.
2: My number five is one of his earliest movies. Definitely one of his earliest blockbusters. And that's
1: Jaws. Your list is just throwing me all off. <laughs> I can't I can't know what
0: what four better movies than Jaws, but we'll see.
1: I have no idea where you're going where you're going with your top four. But go ahead with Jaws.
2: I love Jaws. I love the story. The acting's fantastic. Another Richard Dreyfus movie. Uh, oh, Roy film. Strider. Uh, you know, just the acting's fantastic. The story's fantastic. Uh at the time this came out, you know people were afraid to go in the water afterwards. So it's, it I still am. It, <laughs> it no. was, a, it's an iconic movie. Sharks that's freak me that's out. That's why you don't bathe. <laughs> it's an iconic no. movie. It's a cultural movie. It's, it's just it's a fantastic story. I mean, and again, given the technology had back then. You know, his mechanical shark looked pretty good. Mechanical shark's name is Bruce. For that time...
0: Was it actually Bruce?
1: Yeah, they named it Bruce. Oh, I thought, I thought it looked great.
2: I, just, I thought it was a fantastic movie. I love this movie. I've seen it, I don't know, four or five times. I'll watch it again tomorrow if I needed to, so... I' would it helps, you're the only person who
0: will like this movie. So no, it's number I'm five. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so number five, Jaws. Top four. Is that... Um, Crazy, is it not? We'll find out later. I don't know. Uh, Let's find out. What do you got at number four? (laughs) Number four is, look, this is one of my favorites, but it's at four because I don't think it's the best movie, but it's one of my all-time favorite, Jurassic Park. At number four, look, I love dinosaurs. (laughs) I've loved dinosaurs. (laughs) I think
2: that's a little high there, Jordan. (laughs) I love dinosaurs.
0: From where I can remember. You can ask my wife on our honeymoon. I actually went and got an excavation kit and excavated a little dinosaur fossil. I'm not kidding. I like dinosaurs. So this movie is perfect for me. It's like, like you said before, it's never been done before. They use a lot of animatronics in it. Then I wish they'd go back. They're going back to that now finally because, you know, the new ones. It looked fantastic. The new ones are iffy. But Jurassic Park in itself, I think it's one of the most, it's almost a perfect film for me. It's got everything you want from it. I love the... One of my favorite scenes is with the water rippling with the T Rex behind. It's just such a. It's yeah. so good. The score's great. It, I like the raptor scene with the kids. I don't know. It just overall, it's a great film. And it spawned some okay ones after. It's not a great franchise, but it's not the worst. Um, and I think that it just. A lot of films have taken from this. Mm hmm. And I guess yeah, Jaws, see, I've animatronic, seen... cause Jaws came out first, but uh, animatronic stuff and go on. So. See, I've seen
2: worse franchises, you know. Yeah, Final we're... Destination. Hey, uh... hey. hey. <laughs> I like the first one. I said franchises. Why are you comparing Jaws and <laughs> to Final Destination? Because
1: they're
0: the same thing. There's a lot of death. Come on.
1: Steven yeah, Spielberg's yeah. throwing up now because <laughs> yeah. he got compared to Final Destination.
0: Those are not bad movies, I don't think. Well,. They're not There's good, five of them. though. Are there five of them now? There's five, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eh, the first the one first was true. all right. <laughs> anyway, we got off on that, too. I watch them, but that yeah. doesn't make them good. Anyways, got off on that, too. So that's my number four, the legend of the dinosaurs, Jurassic Park. <laughs> I just okay. like the movie a lot.
1: Okay. I can get behind you. Uh, my number four is Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> <I> would <laughs> thought? Our <laughs> top
0: three is the exact same. I know it. I don't, oh, I don't know if they're seated the same, but I know that they're exact same.
1: Uh, are they,
0: though? I think so.
1: I'm going to sneak in. Uh, 1941, the Whatever. last
2: second. <laughs> That's a funny movie, though. I've
1: never seen it. I've heard it's his worst. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it is funny, though. I've never seen it. Yeah, John Belushi abused? and Dan Aykroyd. I mean, come okay. on. Anyway, it's not 1941. My number four is Jurassic Park. Like you said, Jordan, this film is iconic. Um, not only is it iconic, the score Bravo. is iconic. It... It truly brings dinosaurs to life the way nobody had seen before, um, obviously, because nobody's seen them. They're extinct. Yeah, um, there's a, there's some
0: claymation stuff that's not very good. And <laughs> in, in the Twilight Zone, <laughs> have you seen that episode? Oh, yes. yes. But they go back down, it's like... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like a little claymation. It looks hey, really bad. We're talking 60s here, I now. know. That's but true. we're just but, saying, he's right.
1: <laughs> but Jurassic Park... It's fun. It's scary. It's brilliant. It's entertaining. It's very iconic. Um, it changed the film industry. Period. Uh, with the effects it used, with the animatronics, the way the film was presented, it changed the film industry. And a lot of Spielberg films did that, but Jurassic Park did it quite a bit. And I can never get tired of watching it. It's number four.
0: I don't think people thought it could be done, like an actual full-scale dinosaur movie that's not like just CG. Yeah, no, yeah. because I mean. You can see, the CGI these days are good. I don't like they're they're going back to more animatronic now because the newest one oh my lord, but anyways, <laughs> Fallen Kingdom's horror is not good. But you know, Lost what's the other one? Not Lost World. Um
1: Hm. You mean Jurassic World? Jurassic World, yeah. Oh, okay, that
0: one yeah. that one went back to some animatronic stuff and then the other one Fallen Kingdom was like, No, CGI So I I just think that it's even relevant today. It kinda, goes, it kinda
2: today. goes to, you know, if it's not broken, why we'll fix it? Yeah. And what worked back then? It holds up today. I mean, as far as the technology goes, which if you watch lot. it today, you'd think it was made today. So
0: it does tell a lot to that because CGI these days is crazy. I mean, you. We're gonna. I'm gonna compare Jaws to the Megalodon movie because Megalodon because <laughs> the Megalodon looks good in Meg in in the Meg. It does, I yeah, think. Yeah, it does. But I mean that. Obviously not gonna make a huge animatronic megalodon. So but just to see the <laughs> animatronics. I, barely afford the I know. <laughs> to see that animatronics has made it this far and it still was great back then today, the it just kinda tells what Steven Spielberg Spielberg was able to do with his direction of this film and that movie. I I'm agree. just Talking about more I,
1: even oh, though I agree. we're in the yeah, same boat. Yeah. Now five five was Jaws,
2: so
0: what
1: do you have at top
2: four? <laughs> My maybe? top four are more story driven along the lines of True stories, that type of thing. Okay, I'm not and well, so no two of them,
0: and I've no clue what
2: <laughs> you are. Me <laughs> do. So my number four is Empire Empire of the Sun. Okay. It's got uh, young Christian Bale. He's in his teens, like okay. thirteen years old or something like that. Plays mm-hmm. a kid who is from a rich family at the time that Pearl Harbor is bombed. Yeah. And where they live, the Japanese kind of take over their place, so they've got to they've got to leave. And in the process of leaving, he gets. Separated from his parents And so he starts living on the streets And at one point he's starving And so he he tries to uh, Surrender the Japanese It's kind of push him aside Laugh at him That type of thing Well he hooks up with some Low life drifters One played by uh, John Malkovich Yeah And uh, they eventually all Do get captured And sent to a Japanese prison POW camp And uh has to do with him Growing up in this POW camp Until the end of the war Really Yeah And it's based it's, it's a semi Autobiographer Autobiographical Movie And it's just It's a fantastic Story It's a It's a great acting job but Of course You got John Malkovich And like I said A very young Batman uh, Batman But he's He does a really great job And it's a great story It really is so, I, I've seen That's my it, number been, four I've
1: seen it person It's been a few years Uh I like it. It's not better than Jaws. But that's I disagree that's I, your own opinion. Here's my middle
0: ground. I've never seen it. So I don't know. I can't tell you the way. I would imagine it's not better than Jaws. Who knows? I do I, I actually was on my watch list to watch it before this. I just busy didn't have time to watch it. So, and it wasn't one of the higher rating ones. I went on time to be ratings and it wasn't one of the higher ones. So I was like I'm not going to watch it right now. I don't know. And then I got doesn't have a 9.5 on yeah. watching that crap. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing does, <laughs> but um, at <clears throat> my number three, this is when it starts getting real nitty gritty to perfect films. Oh, yeah. You know, i mean actually my top five oh, yeah. pretty perfect to me. So, um, but the reason this is at three is probably a lot of people's ones. It's because I'm never probably gonna watch the movie again. Um, this is Schindler's List at three. Okay. Um, I think it's one of those best films, one of the best films ever made. It's at eight point nine IMDb, but it's one of the hardest. It's one of the hardest films to watch. Um, you know, just the Holocaust. Um, and it's one, of, it's not the same exactly thing, but it's like we talked about in the past with spotlight. It's hard to watch with true stories that horrible things have happened. Um, and I think she this is fantastic. Um, but I, we're doing off movies, but I'm also doing off the basis. I took this off as movie and kind of the watchability of the movie does have an effect to where I put this. And I think it's so relevant and so needed, but it's hard for me to watch also three and a half hours. Um, or whatever it is, it's very long, but yeah, it's like three fifteen. It is very, very good, and that's why it's top three, um, and not at my one. Well, I think a lot, of, a lot of people would probably fight me on that, but it's okay. It's <laughs> my list, so that's okay. It's your um, yeah, you can be Schindler's it's List. Okay. It's, I mean, you put Drives Park at eight. Yeah, so. We don't mind if you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> and you put Jaws up by well my <laughs> you, time, you guys so. could be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> we're, it's we're okay. Little, anyway. We're at some crossroads here today. <laughs> it's okay. We'll figure it out <laughs>
1: anyway. Uh, for my top ten, my number three best Spielberg film. Is Saving Private Ryan. I recently rewatched this. I saw it probably five or six years ago, and I recently rewatched it uh, just the other day. Um, this is a very, very exceptional film. Uh, it has it, it has incredible performances. Um, it has an incredible story. Uh, you care about every single character in this movie. It is very, very well done. It's so realistic. It is so unnerving the opening battle on omaha beach maybe maybe one of the most incredible pieces of filmmaking ever brought to screen it's fantastic um it's emotional it's wonderful um that's why i have the same Ryan at number three
2: cool 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 <laughs> my number three you're scaring me because <laughs> you didn't say anything my number three is amistad you're throwing me off here, Dave. Hey, <laughs> it's a good movie. What I can I say? I know the other two now.
0: I just didn't know what piece <laughs> he put. Almost died in Empire of son.
2: Almost died. Let's see. This is this is packed with great actors. I mean, uh, Morgan Freeman, Anthony Hopkins. I can't even say his name. Jimo- Jamal. Honsu. Jaman, yeah, Hansu. Matthew McConaughey. Who? Nigel Hawthorne. It's not him, though. Who? David Payne, I mean, David Payne, I mean, there's so many, so many good actors in this movie. It's another true story. Uh, I think it happened like in 1838 or nine or something like that.
1: 1839.
2: And a bunch of uh, Africans were kidnapped from Africa to be, you know, to be sold as slaves. And during this journey, uh, they rebel and take over the ship. And they keep two of the crewmen alive, Navigators telling them to take them back to Africa. Instead, they take them to America. Well, where they're intercepted by the U.S. Navy. And this leads to a legal battle. Because uh, the people who say they own these slaves are saying they want them back. Uh... And then there's other people for they, they everybody's got a different reason why. And the slaves all they want is to be freed, and most do. It comes to, and uh, this is eighteen thirty nine now. So in America, you're not going to free slaves. So this is this is a big deal, and so it goes to, uh. It goes to court. It uh, eventually ends up in the Supreme Court, where they are eventually freed. And Spoiler. it's just a it's it's a really good movie. It's great drama. It's a long movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's a long it is. Movie. I look it up. And at times it's a little slow, but it really is. It's a great story that should be seen. And
0: you think it's top three?
2: And a great yeah, great story that's been told. Really do. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. So I'm you gonna can't, be honest. I'm. You, gonna, you can't I, argue. I, with I, I me can't, here. can't match you with my. Anything you I, I, I haven't seen it. You can't say anything. a word about it. So <laughs> I can't say anything. It is a good movie. You guys should check it out. I can
1: find them on Empire of the Sun, but I can't find them on Almost
2: I've
1: never seen it.
0: Okay, so. Uh, number three so we're on my number two um this is getting intense baby my number two is jaws um and so we've talked about jaws a little bit we watched it pretty recently and just still holds up so well I mean some of the acting is a little 70s but you know what I mean it's a little but as a whole the jaws is just fantastic it's on the verge of horror thriller whatever you because one it's one of the best. Beasts movie, beast movies in a way, yeah. And, and
2: you think about the way that he filmed it, it's that's almost iconic, also with the close ups and the you know, the intensity that he showed through oh, his yeah. filming is fantastic.
1: The techniques He used yeah. you know, is
2: fantastic,
0: the score and everything. Every time you know that you know, when when you know, when dun dun, dun, Bruce is coming around, and Jaws is coming around, you know, it's just so yeah. great. And it's been used forever. And they've made four of these. And they I was, I was actually looking at these, that each one goes down. I was reading what they're about, and the fourth one is like what the main characters I can't think of the The main characters. Yeah, Brody's son's something is fighting Jaws. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. In in Jaws the Revenge, the shark travels like 1,800 miles. And it's like his son's something. something. Yeah, it's not even Brody. The tagline of the movie is this time it's personal. So the shark is just pissed and goes after them. It's one of those terrible movies. It's one one of those.
2: Movies that you wish they just have left it alone. It just spawns. It stands so many. by itself. There does not need to be sequels. It spawns so many, but what, there's four. It's ridiculous, of them in there, yeah.
0: I think. They're not good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, so yeah, so um, my number two is
2: Jaws. Great movie. Can't argue with it.
1: My number two is Jaws. Uh, Jaws is, I don't think it's one of the best Spielberg films. I think it's one of the best films ever made. I don't think it's a dang near perfect movie. It is, I don't think there's a single shot of this film that isn't near perfect. I think this film is so iconic. This film invented the summer blockbuster. It was the first movie to gross over $100 million. It has one of the most iconic scores of all time. It has the most iconic movie poster of all time. Uh, Everything about Jaws is excellent. It made you terrified of sharks. It made you terrified of the water. It's such an adventure. It's such a thrill ride. It's such a well-made film. That's why Jaws is at number two and not number five. So are you not sa- taking shots at anybody? So are
2: you saying you like the movie? Is that what you're saying? I, I, yes, I'm not I, sure I got it from that.
1: I dare someone to disagree with me. I dare, I dare them. <laughs> I think I already did.
2: Yeah, you did. Technically. Uh, <laughs> Three spots. <laughs> so whatever. My well, number two is uh, Saving Private Ryan. You already said a lot about it. Both of you have it on your list. Uh I don't know what else to say. It's just a fantastic movie. Uh the way it was shot. That first scene is just absolutely incredible. And then it just moves on with a great story and great cast and just great great movie.
0: Okay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Um. All right. So everyone knows. Everyone knows what our number ones are now. if You've caught up with the list because there's one. There's one movie out of every single one of ours that hasn't been said. BFG. Um. Yeah. My number one's Ready Player One. Um. <laughs> no. My number one is Saving Private Ryan. I think Saving Private Ryan is a, is probably one of the best movies ever made. Not to mention the best war movie ever made i don't think anything even comes close to it there are there have been good war movies sure mm-hmm. but this movie just like you said it starts out just you know just gut-wrenching i mean it just shows you what yeah. i think it probably was close to like you know i, I wasn't there and the people i'm sure they went to people's accounts and asked how it was and yeah. you know and well
2: when they screened it they screened it with a bunch of uh world war ii vets and they said you know, that was it. That's mm-hmm. that's yeah. exactly how it was. Yeah, I've
1: heard a lot of people commended Spielberg on his authenticity of this movie. It
0: feels authentic. And it's like, it's so, it's one of those movies that moved me in a way, because you know, the whole point of this movie is saving private Ryan, obviously. Um, but you kind of, it starts out with an old man. You're not too sure what the mm-hmm. old man is. You can make a guess. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. i you know, I've seen this movie quite a few times, but the first time I watched it, you can make the guess of who's going to, who's going to be the old man at the end. Um, they do a lot of good things iconic things this movie a lot of movies have taken from this movie on purpose because it's so well done I just think overall it's just my favorite of his to go back and watch because I recently have
2: And I think it. you know that was the first time we'd seen that intense of a first scene like that in any movie and a lot of people tried to you know duplicate it later on. Out, they see, you know, what can be done, but I think that was the first time we'd ever seen anything like that. You sure I just get it was just put on, so intense, put on the
0: beach. I'm like, oh my, it just starts on the I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, the first time I watched it, I watched it again. And how many guys didn't
2: even get to the beach? I exactly. mean, exactly, it, it was, oh, it was, it was incredible.
0: And Tom Hanks is great, Um uh, Vin Diesel's. Vin Diesel. I mean, he's he's actually okay in this. It's one of his better roles. Cause I don't. Oh, yeah. I like the Fast and Furious franchise. We all know those. He's not great in those, obviously. But he's probably one of his better roles because he's out of it in the first hour. Um, I'm not the biggest Spoiler. Vin Diesel fan either. Uh, this movie's been out far. If you haven't seen this movie, you yeah. have problems. Exactly. Um, but no, it's got a good cast. You. One of the things I like about this movie the most is you care about most of the characters mm-hmm. and most of these characters. Do not make it out mostly, and then you you get halfway through the movie, and you saw him found. You saw him found Ryan, and then you start finding but, more people. And just and, think
2: about the reason why they're looking for Private Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> his brothers have died in war.
0: And you just you just you right. just latch onto every single character, not just Tom Hanks, not just Matt Damon. You know, and I just think he does it perfectly. And then you feel for every single person because they give you a backstory finally of what Tom Hanks is. He's really nothing but a teacher. You know, just right. crazy stuff. And so that's why it's my number one. I don't just don't. And I know what Jaws is, but I think, but and I can agree too. So but I just don't think anything's better.
1: I don't think you do. Uh, my number one is The Color Purple. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, that's a good movie, but. fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, my number one is Schindler's List. Uh, if I am going to be real with you guys, if I was to sit down and watch any Spielberg movie, I would sit down and watch Jaws. It's the most fun and thrilling movie Um, However, I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I didn't put Schindler's List in number one. I rewatched it about a month ago, whenever we talked about doing this list. Um, It is, it's one of the most impactful, powerful, necessary movies to ever be made. It is, it's just a unflinching, unnerving look at the horrors of the Holocaust I've never, I've never seen a movie like this. The movie is gorgeous. Spielberg chose to shoot it in black and white, which is brilliant. The movie is gorgeous. Every shot of this movie looks like a painting. Uh, it just, the movie wraps you up. It's very, it's very interesting, but it's very powerful. It's very heartfelt. Um, you will not really see anything like it. Anything that truly shows the ugliness of the Holocaust and the horrors that these people went through and what Oscar Schindler did to try to save them. Uh, the movie is just so important. Um, it's so necessary. I think Liam Neeson, this is easily Liam Neeson's best performance. I think Ben Kingsley is great in this. Ralph Fiennes is scary great in this. Um, and it's, a, it's an incredible piece of filmmaking. That's why it's number one for me.
2: Yeah, same thing. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, what he said. He pretty much said. I was
1: on the edge of my seat, and I'm sitting here going, "What gonna say?" He, You're like, "Ditto."
2: He pretty much said everything that I was gonna say. Uh, it is, it's horrible. It's it's horrific. Uh, I love the choice of black and white though for this movie. I just absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, the way he filmed it is fantastic. Of course, the story is just it's heart wrenching, uh, but everybody should see it. Everybody should should know that part of history. Yeah, 100. I, I totally I just, agree. I, I love this movie, and that's my number one.
1: Like you said, it's not a, it's not a fun watch. I would not just put this on just to just kick my feet back and have a beer, watch a movie. That's not what I'm gonna no, do. No, if I was gonna have fun, I've got about do. nine
2: other movies on my list that it, I would choose. More. Exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. But I feel like, ah, there have been very few movies with this scope, with this scale, with this impactfulness. And like I said, I feel like I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't put it in number one. Yep. So.
0: Okay, so that's, like I said, that's our top 10. And with the power of editing, we'll be right back. Ready? All right, now we're back. as the power of editing again. Um, we had some technical difficulties, so we're back. And we have our top 10 averaged out, like we said before. Um, this is what, you know our whole lists. And so we're back. Just going to tell you what our lists average out to. So, um, at number 10, we have Minority Report. At number 9, we have ET. That's like I said before. I think that's gonna be crazy. To some people, uh, number eight, catch if you can. Representing, love it being yep, there. Yep. You know, love it. Uh, number seven, Amistad. I'm gonna ask you again. Sorry to say it, right? That's it. Sneaky came into our top ten. wasn't expecting <laughs> that, but it's Snuck cool. Snuck its way in there. Um, number six, uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders Lost Ark. Very good, um, because Amistad came in. We had Elite Let One Go, and that was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade did not make this top ten. I'm pretty sad. It became an honorable mention, which is fine. Um, Number five is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Great movie. Number four is Jurassic Park. love seeing it there. Number three is Jaws. Number two is Saving Private Ryan. Number one is Schindler's List. Um, So, like I said... That is what our top 10 kind of averages out to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think and it's solid. I don't think it's bad at all. I think it's solid. Like I said, we, I kind of figured that what the top three would be, and that's what they were, just in different order than what I put, which is totally fine. And so um, we have a pretty solid list, and I don't know if anybody that could actually go against it and be right or wrong, because... With Spielberg, the top ten are very interesting. Yeah, I mean, as long as, as
2: long as those movies are on the list, I mean come on. Yeah, They're except all
1: good. for The Last
0: Crusade. Who cares about yeah, that? Yeah, who cares about that one? Amistad, <laughs> all the way. Yeah. You haven't seen it. All but true. no,
1: I agree. I think this is a pretty solid list um of so many great, great films.
0: Yep. All right. So we're gonna transition right now into a small segment. It might have just became smaller because of some technical difficulties, but um we're gonna do a one or two recommend and cautions. Yeah, we'll um some so stuff. you guys ready? Yeah, it's dead. It. Yes,
1: sir. I'm warning you. Oh. Yes,
2: that's awesome. Is this bad? Is this bad? No, don't like that. Shut your shut your mouth. All
0: right, who wants to go ahead and start? I started out the top ten. Who wants to start the recommend, precaution, or caution?
1: Does not matter. I'll recommend.
2: Okay, let's go.
0: Recommend something.
1: I was trying to think
2: what we'd watched like in the last week or two. <laughs> okay. I had a
0: plane going over. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> that
2: did throw me off. <laughs> I was trying after. to listen to David. Oh, whatever. Uh, we watched the other night, we watched The Gift with, uh, is that the one with Joel Edgerton and Jason and Bateman. Jason Bateman. Okay.
0: okay, I get that one mixed over to the Cameron Diaz one. The Box. The Box, yes. So, I isn't get there, those is mixed. The, the Gift. Okay.
1: Isn't there a Steven Soderbergh movie called The Gift from like 2001 or something?
0: Probably. I do. It's very yeah. generic, so title. i back with you on that yeah, Go
2: ahead. <laughs> but... We enjoyed this movie. Uh, we hadn't seen it in a long time. I think we watched *Rat*ry came out the first time, and uh, we just picked this up recently. Uh, and it was—I mean, it's—it's yeah. it's got a good story. Uh, Jason Bateman and his wife moved back to California from Chicago, and he runs into one of his old classmates. And at first, he acts like he doesn't really know him. Well, the classmate is Joel Edgerton, and he just—he's hes real creepy, especially at the beginning. He's just. This real creepy guy. He's always around, it seems like. And he starts leaving gifts for him, And worming his way into their lives. Jason Bateman doesn't want anything to do with him. His wife feels sympathetic for him. Feels like he's a loner, you know. Doesn't want him to be put off or anything. She's more the open, you know, want friends type. And Jason Bateman's the type that just, you know, if you don't work into his plans, you know, he has no use for you. I feel that.
0: Right? I feel that a lot. Yeah, I understand.
2: <laughs> and... <laughs> And there's uh, a point in this movie where uh, you realize that Jason Bateman does remember this guy, and he did something horrible to him in his past when they were in high school, and people hold grudges, man. And he does, <laughs> and so this movie comes. He does. This movie comes along, and this and Joel Edgerton comes along, and he, uh, like I said, he worms his way in, and he gets kind of the ultimate revenge on Jason Bateman here where in the point it's a really creepy scene and you don't realize it till later. It's a reveal. And you don't know if he did what he says he did or he didn't because he will not let Jason Bateman know. He and his wife have been trying to get pregnant and he drugs his wife, is in her house, and next thing you know she's pregnant. And he makes it seem like maybe it's his baby as opposed to Jason Bateman's baby. Oh, yeah. But you don't know for sure. You don't know if he really did anything or not. And it just crushes Jason Bateman. Just the ultimate revenge type thing. He just absolutely crushes his spirit. Other things happen to Jason Bateman that, that was all his doing where he loses his job and uh, just the way he treats people. He's a, he's a bully is what basically what they're saying. He, he bullies people into getting what he wants. And, and in the end, he gets absolutely crushed and he gets his ultimate revenge. It's, it's a really good movie though. It's, it's, it's it, it was well acted, good story. And, yeah, we recommend it.
1: I agree with you. I uh, I saw this in theaters five years ago when it came out. I have not seen it since then. Uh, but I, d- I did like it. Uh, afterwards, my wife said, that was pretty good. But I-, but I don't know. She's like, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It kind of has an open ending, so I don't really think she liked that very much. Yeah. But uh, the other film called The Gift is from 2000. And I don't know why I thought it was Soderbergh. It's a Sam Raimi movie um, with Kate Blanchett, Katie Holmes, and Keanu Reeves.
0: So the same thing, basically. So... Um- <laughs> I've actually never seen the gift. I don't know why. I was always thought it was just the box. I don't know. Well, <laughs> that's not the same good. thing because the box. The, is that? the box is a Cameron Diaz thing where like they give him a button. The if they hit it, they get a million dollars, but someone in the world. But dies. Somebody has to die. Randomly, and if you, and, and then they push the button and basically they get the million dollars, but everything in life falls apart and they all yeah. die. So. Huh.
2: it's not very good. It's alright.
0: <laughs> it's got a good cool concept. Never We're seen poorly it. Poorly executed.
2: If, yeah, it's a good concept. Okay, movie.
0: Um. Okay. So I have a precaution here. I like this movie quite a bit. I can understand people don't. I just recently bought it. It's Happy Death Day. Um, Happy Death Day. I think. So seen it. Okay. So there's two. There's two. Of, there's. It's really fun. There's two of them. Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day two. <laughs> to you, actually, I think. Um, yeah, it's Happy Death Day two. To you, because it's the university thing. Um, but anyways, I think it's just another play on. It's another play on Groundhog Day. She gets killed by a mass killer. And then she wakes up the next morning to the exact same thing. It's it's a fun montage. They do it just right to us, not on your nerves, because there's a lot of movies that do these groundhog type thing and it goes for like an hour when it needs to be like thirty minutes. She goes through, and you know she knows everything's gonna happen each day. She finally figures it out in order to get out of the loop. She has to kill her killer, um, but so she starts she starts just killing herself basically to get back because she's learning more things. Yeah. And then there's just there's this guy that likes her. She's trying to make him like her. Every single day because she starts falling in love with him. All that, you know, all those tropes. But mm-hmm. I do think it's a fun take on the Groundhog Day. I think it's definitely worth the watch. And I actually am, I'm, I'm, I'm recautioning this just because it can get kind of monotonous. It's been done before. I agree. Um, with you. The main chick in it, um, Jessica, Roth. Jessica Roth, is fantastic. She's part of the only, one of the best things in this movie. She, she carries the movie, obviously. It's about yeah. her. Um, it spawned a second, a sequel that I think is about as good or not better. They kind of play a time travel in it. So it's a little bit, crazier but I do like that one a lot too I just didn't bring that one to the table we might later um but ha- but like I said it is worth the watch but it has a couple of those tropes that it's kind of in between a slasher and a comedy it's it's not a horror comedy really but they brought Groundhog Day to kind of a thriller and I think that's a cool idea mm-hmm. was it executed perfectly no because there are a couple of things in it that don't really add up but at the end there's a good reveal of who the actual killer is I didn't know I couldn't figure it out because there's a lot of things that throw you off. It's a mass killer and it's, it's their mascot, baby face or something. It's like their mascot. It's weird. It's, it is it's creepy. Weird. <laughs> um, it's been done before as far as mass killers, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but we're cautioning because there are some things in it that are just a little iffy. But I think you have a good time. So
1: It is. I know what you mean. It's enjoyable. It, it's like I watched it in theaters
0: like on October 13th. So. Yeah, it's I'm like, like the most,
1: Friday. I think it's like the most commercial movie possible because it has like a fun, upbeat trailer that was viewed a billion times. Um, it's a horror comedy, it's engaging, uh, and it does, I, I think it uses the Groundhog Day effect pretty well. It's not It's not super repetitive. Or and the second like one does
0: it. the same thing. She wakes up in the same loop and it's kind of funny, but then they kind of, they start seeing themselves, it's a weird time travel thing. It's a little different, but yeah, I, I never saw the second one. It, it didn't get the third one greenlit. Like, I'm sad. It's supposed to be a trilogy. It's fine. <laughs> I understand.
1: It's whatever. I get um, it. <clears throat> but I agree with you. That's a good recaution. Another recaution for, for me here, this is a movie I have seen fifteen times probably, and that is the two thousand five remake of *The Longest Yard* with Adam Sandler and Chris Rock and Burt Reynolds. Um, this film we watched it two days ago. Is it was on TV two days ago, and I watched it. I planned on talking about it. 2 weeks ago when I caught it on cable. But we caught it on cable a couple days ago and we sat there and watched it. It's just it's not it's not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. There is there's certain spots in it that dip, it, it ebbs and flows. Um I don't <laughs> it's a pretty funny comedy though. Uh it's entertaining. The biggest joke in this movie is that Adam Sandler wasn't an NFL player probably. Uh, but you know the story. in a good one. Yeah, you know the story. <laughs> Adam Sandler was banned from the NFL for shaving points from a game, and he becomes a drunk a hole and goes on the run from the cops, and then gets thrown in prison for three years, I think. And the warden yeah. makes him, the warden makes him create a football team, uh, with the convicts, and they face off and play, play the guards of the prison, and it's you know it's just relentlessly watchable. It's just a very watchable movie. Uh, I know the jokes are coming. I know everything's coming. Maybe it's because I like football so much, but it's just an entertaining watch. I, like I said, never get tired of watching it. It still cracks me up. Uh, Chris Rock is actually kind of funny in this. He can be annoying for me sometimes. Adam Sandler can definitely be annoying for me sometimes. Have you seen Little Nicky? Anyway, but uh, it's just just a, a fun watch, but it's nothing special. It's... It's the story's kind of a mess, but it's just an entertaining watchable movie. So I'm going to recaution the longest.
0: I agree. I've seen it about 25 times.
1: <laughs> you can't stop. Watching. Every time it's on cable, I watch it every time. I don't know why.
0: Let's do one more round. I feel good about one more round. One more so round. One more I round of this. So yeah. Go ahead.
2: What else have I seen this last? Oh, I got, uh, are you prepared. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think. Oh, yeah, uh, funny. I guess it's a recaution. It's, it's, it's an iconic movie, but it's a precaution because it's, it is older. Uh, it's Friday the 13th, the original. Oh, okay. Did you watch uh, this recently? Yeah, I just got it in. Oh, cool. And so we, we popped it in. I don't know why watched, they were going to say Starship Trooper. And watch something. it. No. <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to take mine for a That'd second. That'd be a hard caution. Because you hadn't planned it. <clears throat> well, I was like, hey. you about to take mine. I'm like, no. I can, What is it? You're oh, going to find out <laughs> in a second. I still might.
1: What are might. the odds that we have the same movie we're going <laughs> oh,
0: to Well, it's not a movie. That's the thing. I there's, say, there's what a thing. It's a series it? you both watch. What uh, is it? It still might. Oh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> Probably. Maybe I will now. No, don't. Because <laughs> I don't have another one. <laughs> uh,
2: so, yeah. Friday the 13th. Uh, Kevin Bacon's first big role. Uh, as long as you don't.
0: That is Kevin Bacon. Uh-huh. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Uh,
1: oh yeah, he gets yeah. Uh, yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. the arrow through the neck. Yeah, on the bed. We have. I always forget yeah. it's
2: bacon.
0: I always forget.
1: Uh, this eh. is he's not a huge role in it though,
2: no. but Well, none of them really are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, this is really kind of the iconic beginning of the slasher film. Uh, and that's that's really what you have to say about it. I mean, if you look at it compared to day- today's standards, it's almost laughable. Some of the ways that these people die, uh, the build up to some of them. I mean, it's, it was a fun watch. We enjoyed it completely. There was a couple times I did, I just laughed out loud when back in 1980, people were probably screaming. Yeah, so, probably. you know, it's, it's, a, there's, there's a different difference in the, in how this is aged, I guess. And so yeah, it's a precaution, but if you go into it, just thinking it's, it's a fun, older, Slasher Flick, you'll have a great time. I agree. 100%. But don't ex- but don't expect, you know, anything fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm it's, with you. But for yeah. that it's it's a really good movie just to sit down and have fun with.
1: I'm with you 100%. It's a, it's a fun it, it's by no means is it one of the better slasher movies, but it did spark a franchise that I've seen uh, I think this only horror franchise besides Saw maybe that I've seen every single installment of uh, Friday the 13th is it's just it is just fun and let me tell you when I was when I first saw this movie I was probably 12 11 or 12 and when little Jason pops out of the water at the end of that film I pissed all over myself scared the mess out of me so uh, it, it is it is pretty good I can get with you on that's a good precaution
2: and spoiler Jason didn't do it there you go. There's your spoiler. Yeah, Jason's
1: sure. ludicrous mom. It's always...
0: It's okay. There's 10 of them, so he That's does right. something. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> yeah. um, Lord, I don't want really to get into that. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to full-on recommend a new series that came out to HBO Max. It's called Raised by Wolves. It's the new Ridley Scott series. Um, I've I've officially watched 9 of the 10. The 10th one comes out Thursday to end the season. I was gonna bring this, re- bring with recommend when the first couple episodes came out, but I know Ridley Scott, and I know that sometimes the f- front end of Ridley Scott stuff is really good, and then you get to the back, and it's like, oh, "I was Prometheus," and so, um, <laughs> I was say looking at you, Prometheus. E- yeah, exactly. And so, but no, this so this has the star um, from Vikings. His name is something Flynn. Um,
2: I can't remember his first name, but he's great in this role. Errol Flynn.
0: Just a second, I'm um, gonna get it. It's right here.
1: Is this directed by Tr- Ridley Scott, or is it just kind of wrote, wrote and produced by him?
0: Let's see. I'm it's it, he. He's directed a couple of episodes, and he's written and produced it. Okay. Written, cool. and, written and produced it too. Uh, but it's a Ridley Scott, you know, idea. Which yeah. you never know with that, you know. Um, his name is Travis Femel I always think also of also
2: known from the Vikings. Yes,
0: yeah, so he's from Vikings, the main guy in Vikings. So, um, this is kind of an interesting story. There's. Um and these two androids called mother and father are tasked with basically making sure that the, the hu- that humans live. Um, there's a big war on Earth between android and human and Mothraic and atheist. It's Mothraic is kind of like a Christianity in a way. They have a god named Soul, and the atheist obviously don't like that. And so there's a big war. And so what they did was they took an ark of Mo- of Mothraic. The most holy, and they took him up into space and they were going to bring him down and just to save humanity. Well, an atheist decided that he was going to make an android, you know, what an atheist, atheistic androids, I guess, which is kind of weird because they don't really think. But take six kids um, out of her own womb, they plant them, and they go to Keblar 22, is the planet to make sure humankind is still able to be alive because they don't know about the Ark. Um, and it's just interesting. You get to this world, it's very alien y, you know, because every, everything really Scott makes has an alien vibe to it. Yeah, except Gladiator. Um, no, Israelis no, um, which is write that. But I'm, I'm almost convinced it's going to be connected with what happened in episode nine. I don't know yet, um, but it's just a very interesting, slow burning this planet. It's very not much to it, it's very desolate, sandy. And they got to figure out how to live, and you start going down this thing, and the kids kind of start dying off, and and then, and then one of the androids finds out that she's kind of more than what she thinks she is. I won't <laughs> say too much because it kind of gives away, but and you just start having these really cool conflicts. You start having conflicts between atheists and Mothraic, which, like I said, has a they have a god named Soul, which they praise, and so it's atheism is obviously they believe in nothing, and so it just a big clash throughout the whole whole show. But that's almost the subplot. To there, there's certain things starting to come out of this planet that this. They find out this planet they thought was desolate. They find something on it that kind of shows it hasn't been desolate. So it might be something still there. Huh. It has a horror element to it. Um, yeah, good. I've
2: seen the first three episodes, and this is a really good series so far. Uh, yeah, when you talk about the the humanoid, the atheist humanoids, their only goal. On this planet is to ensure that the children live. Just preserve humankind. and you know when they like you said when they start dying off, it just sends things into a chaotic.
0: Yeah, and it's it's it's, as you go as you go throughout the androids actually. At first, you don't really root for them. You start rooting for them a little bit because they start getting the Mothraic, and them kind of have to have a clash. And then you, the main guy, he's the main guy is kind of playing a guy playing a guy which we'll see if you watch it and it's very cool to think about um there's a prophecy in this saying that there's an orphan kid that will bring everything together and you don't know which orphan kid there is because there's actually multiple orphan kids people don't know about and so you start going down this whole stuff and if you believe or not believe in soul or whatever if soul's real they kind of point to soul being real in this but at times you know i'm not very sure if it's in their mind or soul's actually real it's crazy it's really good mess with your mind it's worth it it is and I didn't know if it would be because Lily Scott has those moments of I think he relies on Alien too much and this has an Alien vibe to it but it's so it's far enough away from Alien that's very interesting and not really been done before I think so it's interesting very very based on androids and there's two of them mother and father okay cool go watch on HBO Max you can get a week free and watch nine episodes in that week. Honestly, <laughs> or just wait, wait, wait till, till Thursday you and watch, watch all the full ten. season in seven days if yeah. you want to. I mean,
1: that's cool. Uh, yeah. That is cool. I've heard the show's pretty good.
0: Um, it's got like okay. eight, it's got like an eight point six. I oh, do It's gotten crazy. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Uh, okay, eight point five. Last up, <laughs> last up. I'm gonna recaution another movie. Uh, this is another film. I can't. I can't fully recommend this movie, but it's another movie. That I've seen on cable recently that I watch every time it comes on, and this was also on the other day when Jordan was at my house. This is the proposal with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I love this uh, movie. This is an enjoyable movie. I don't really, I can't really put my finger on. It. It's almost a soft recommend for me because I don't really have any glaring issues with it. I mean, it's nothing special, but for what it is, um, just I don't know why I'm recommending two comedies from the mid-2000s tonight, but I am. Uh, anyway, again, it's not a full recommend, but if you haven't seen The Proposal, it's it's just an enjoyable comedy. It has... Sandra Bullock plays this cold-hearted broad who's a book editor in New York City, and Ryan Reynolds is her personal assistant. I know a lot of ladies would like to have Ryan Reynolds as their personal assistant. Heck, I would. Heck, I would, yeah. So... <laughs> so <I don't laughs> uh, and she's from Canada. She's going to be deported if she does not get married, so she forces Ryan Reynolds into quote unquote marrying her and uh from there hijinks ensue you know and the plot thickens they actually do start to care about each other and they can't go through with a fake marriage because it would hurt the other one too bad and yeah you just don't really know where it's gonna go and it's just it's just an enjoyable movie like i said there's nothing special to it um i think ryan Reynolds and sandra bullock have pretty good chemistry um I love Sandy B, and the film is actually directed by a woman, so it has an interesting interesting eye to the romantic comedy genre, I guess you could say. It doesn't feel super cliche and super predictable, although it is, like I said, it's really nothing special, but I do enjoy it.
2: And don't forget Betty White. I mean, Mm -hmm. you you have to love Betty White.
1: Besides Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, yeah, you got Betty White, you got uh, Craig T. Nelson, you got Mary Steenburgen playing the mom. Again. Again. Uh, and <laughs> <in> everything. And <laughs> everything. Um, uh, there's a few other people in this. I don't remember. Um, anyway, not important. But yeah, uh, The Proposal is just It's hilarious. Movie. It's a great I movie. I can't. My wife and I have watched it like three times together. I've also.
2: seen it
0: a bunch. Yeah. I think it's just a timely, fun movie. Yeah. And it's it just, ends a little different than you expected, really. That's nice to see. A rom-com end a little bit differently. Slightly differently, yeah. Yeah. So anyways um that's yeah yeah so you got our spielberg you got our recommends and cautions and precautions for this time hope you do as you will with those um but that will be <laughs> the end of this and we starting next week we start our big project of october i'm excited about it so you that's want to all tell i'll you say want to tell them what it is? absolutely not tell? Okay. Uh, that's all we'll say for this <laughs> come come to our big project in october next week <laughs>
1: yes awesome yes we do have a very big project coming up in october um it's gonna be a lot of fun um like everything we do here, we like to have fun. We like to stay on the grind, put out the fun, <laughs> fun episodes for you guys. Uh, but with that being said, um, thanks for listening to our Spielberg episode. Thanks for listening to our recommends and our cautions that we have for you guys. Uh, what is your favorite Spielberg movie? What's your fa- What's your top ten Spielberg list? Um, whatever it is, there's places you can let us know. We're on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at at Movie Matrix Pod. You guys can reach out to us. Let us know what you thought about this episode or any episode for that matter. Uh, but until next time, signing off for Matt, Jordan, and David. We'll see you guys then.
0: Peace.